Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to the Upper Hand Fantasy Podcast. Now, here's your host, Faraz Sadiqi and Zach Rizzuto. The Bills handled the Dolphins this week. They limited Tyreek Hill to only three for 58. That's a recipe for success right there. If you could do that, you're probably going to win the game, right, against the Dolphins. Jalen Waddle with another disappointing week. We talked about Waddle coming into the year, man, and it seems like that regression is hitting him hard right now. Uh, but, you know, at the same time, I think he's a good buy if you want to add some upside to your roster because those boom weeks are coming. He hasn't had a boom week yet, and we know that at some point the boom week's coming for Jalen Waddle. Okay, so you could probably scoop him up on the cheap if you want to. Um, Raheem Mostert and Devon Achain ended up splitting carries in this game, but Mostert totaled only nine yards on seven carries. Achain went over 100 yards on only eight carries, Okay. HN also finished with two touchdowns. He led in snaps. He played 60% of snaps. He ran a route on 68% of Tua's dropbacks, which is very significant. And the fact that he kind of took over this backfield this week in terms of production and playing time means a lot to me moving forward, right? I don't think we have to wonder where HN fits anymore in this backfield, even when Jeff Wilson comes back. Right. I think that's more of a question between Mostert and Wilson now moving forward. Right. It seems to me after this game that Achan, he's going to be the 1A in this backfield at this point, you know, especially given the fact that he got the goal line carries in this one. Yeah. 100%. The way I look at it is like, I'm not too, I'm not concerned about Devon Achan moving forward because it looks like, like you mentioned, the talent is there. He's doing excellent things with the ball in his hands. And he could have had an even better game if it wasn't, you know, them down by 20 some points pretty much the whole game you know the dolphins i think the bigger question for me comes where does jeff wilson fit into the offense and the answer is like really nowhere like do you think jeff Wilson? i mean raheem moster had a quiet day but i think raheem moster is still the guy that they're going to have on the field if they had to pick between raheem moster and jeff wilson like who would they have on the field more often at this point coming into the season we thought it might be jeff wilson but raheem moster's been doing more than enough at running back devon achan is now part of the backfield where does Jeff Wilson fit here? Like, if you were goal stashing line. Jeff, yeah, maybe Go, it, it would probably be goal line, if, if anything. Right, but like, what other work is he going to get? Can you rely on goal line right. touchdowns with, especially an offense that's going to be scoring from afar? You know, they have that capability. And this was just a rough day for them overall. What do you expect against the Bills? They're a good team, but Jeff Wilson. My concern is like, if I was holding on to Jeff Wilson, expecting to have a potential RB two, you know, a couple of weeks ago, Devon Hn wasn't even part of the picture, like. My thought is, uh oh, what do I do with him? Now, I wouldn't drop him and just say that that's going to be the case. We already have two guys in this backfield. But I'm, I'm just thinking as 
you probably miss you're probably missing out on some value at this point because Devon Achan and Raheem Mostert they're going to be taking the majority of the work. I don't think Jeff Wilson is going to bite into either of their work that much where suddenly he's going to be startable or have any type of standalone value. Now, like you mentioned, if anybody's going to get the work cut, it's probably going to be Raheem Mostert because at this point, Devon Achan looks like the talent that they drafted, that the Dolphins drafted him to be, and he's doing things with the ball that we haven't seen any Dolphins running back do in a while. It's crazy, man. It's really cool. It's really cool to see. By the way, Adam Schefter just tweeted, uh, this is at 8.52 p.m. Eastern time, that Javante Williams, he suffered a hip flexor, and he is not expected to miss much, if any time. Okay, so it doesn't look like a serious injury injury at all for Javante Williams, So, which means that you don't have to worry about picking up Samaje Pirine or Jaleel McLaughlin on waivers. And if if he does miss time, maybe it's a week, right? That's what it seems like, according to this tweet, that the, a week is might, might be the max, and they're playing the Jets yeah. next week. So did you even want to pick up one of these guys to play against the Jets next week? Mm, not really, right? And then on mm. top of that, you kind of have to choose which one you want to pick up. So, yeah. Yeah, definitely go. not. Definitely not. You know, at this point now, that's good. We got that update. We just finished Zach, talking about him. Zach, We're good. Zach is Zach is just like, mm, nah. I'm that good. was short lived. That was a good five Thanks. minutes of deciding who we were going to take on the waiver wire. <laughs> By the way, guys, our sponsor for this episode is Better Vision. It's an app that allows you to keep track of all of your bets in one app. I know you have accounts in all these betting apps. You have to switch between them to see whether you're up or not. You have to, you lose track of where you place certain bets and all that. It gets confusing. Not anymore with Better Vision. All of your bets try it in one place. And not only that, the best part is Better Vision will let you know which betting platforms have the best odds for your bets. Okay, Most of you do that anyway. You like a play, then you look through all your apps for the best odds. You, you take too much time, and then you end up playing on that app. But why not have a side-by-side comparison all on one screen within one app then you just click on the bet you want to make within the Better Vision app, and you're good to go. So go check it out. It's completely free. Go to bettervision.us or go to the App Store and search Better Vision. That's better with an O. So better, B-E-T-T-O-R, Vision in the App Store today. Huge game from Josh Allen with five total touchdowns. He was our QB1 for the week. Huge game from Stefan Diggs, 120 yards and three touchdowns. He did it on only seven targets. Uh, Gabe Davis with a touchdown in three straight games now. Um, I, I don't know if I want to call him a sell, right? You know, he, he's not lighting up the box score, like, outside of the touchdowns for, for like, really. But, like, I'm, I'm not sure what you can get for him, right? You just – I, I kind of feel like you just hold – you know, you know that he's going to continue to give you a chance at a big game because of this offense. Uh, you look at the fact that he has two catches – you know, one catch, three catches, and then you're like, oh, maybe I should sell, right? He did have the six-catch game, too. You know, maybe you you look to see if, you know, Davis, you know, makes a difference in a trade. If this game was more competitive, you know, Davis would, would have, I think, had a much bigger game, you know, more targets, more catches, that sort of thing. Um, but, you know, maybe he's somebody that you add on to a trade, like, as, like, the side piece, like a pretty good side piece in a two-for-one deal that you offer for a stud player. You know what I'm saying? Like what would it take for some people who are losing, right? To get Jalen Waddle, right? You offer Gabe right. Davis, who's been outperforming Jalen Waddle for fantasy. And then you add on something not, not super significant. I feel like you can potentially land Jalen Waddle. 
Does that make sense? Yeah. Uh, that totally makes sense. I mean, Jalen Waddle's like the perfect idea of the receiver you want to target with a guy like Gabe Davis. <laughs> because yeah. what you outlined for Gabe Davis, oh, he has one, two, three catches, but maybe he'll get a touchdown here. That is the definition of Gabe Davis over the past two or three years. Like, this is what we've been dealing with him for the past two or three years. Like, by, last by year, the way, more. By the way, and I'm sorry to cut you off, Zach. It's Very also good. Jalen Waddle. It's all that's also Jalen Waddle, except like he's way better at it. Yeah, one hundred percent. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I would argue Jalen Waddle is in a better situation, to produce more. There's more weapons. Stephon Diggs, you know, we'll see. But Jalen Waddle, the thing is, like you talk about the production, he's missing the touchdowns where Gabe Davis has him right now. And imagine if you could flip it where Gabe Davis, like there are inevitably going to be weeks and even weeks in a row where Gabe Davis doesn't score a touchdown. That's just the way it's yeah. going to be. Jalen Waddle hasn't had a touchdown in a game yet. So you can take, you've been on the right side of touchdown regression right now uh, with Gabe Davis. Flip that and get on the right side of Jalen Waddles and move off of Gabe Davis before that touchdown regression hits. And he stops getting these touchdowns on two, three, four targets, you know, two, three, four catches. I think that's awesome what you just laid out. And I would advise everybody to follow that advice that Faraz just put out because. Gabe Davis, at this point, I think he's all right as a start, but like, do you really feel confident putting him in your lineup knowing that he's only going to get a couple catches a game? Like, If there's no touchdown, you're kind of screwed. <laughs> you're not going to be able to do much else um, about that. And that's just the way that Gabe Davis has produced and what we're going to continue to see. Even in a big game, I mean, Stefan Diggs isn't going to have three touchdowns every game, but Gabe Davis, I think his ceiling is lower than Jalen Waddles by a significant margin, and I think that would be a good move. Agreed, man. Uh, James Cook ended up getting both goal line snaps in this game. That was awesome to see. Um, we have that's something that you know he hasn't had that role so far through three weeks, and now he did, which is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I would love to stop seeing Latavius Murray on the field, like on passing downs. That would like that would be nice because that doesn't make any sense to me. Um, I'll take the goal line snaps though. I'll take that if, if that's the trade off. I'll take it. It's fine. Whatever. Right. What are you gonna do? The fantasy gods giveth. And the fantasy gods take it away. <laughs> We're just We're waiting sure, to get man. the whole package for James Cook. It, it'll we happen, really I think, eventually. Hopefully, but we'll see. 2400 Sports is an Odyssey company. 